After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials once again. We're here to talk about the good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Oh, how about this for your new album? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hey, Andrew. Uh, the great Reese Darby. Or is it Darby Reese? Reese Darby or Darby Reese? I don't know. He's he's the he's the Kiwi actor who I first found out about from uh, Flight of the Concords, but he sort of shows up in a lot of places, uh, including our friend's show Livewire. Uh, it's Reese Darby is his name. Reese by Darby. The way. I'm sorry that I misidentified him. He is a brilliant comedic actor. That character is fantastic, but that is not from his TV show. That is from a commercial he appears in, which we will probably be talking about a little bit later because we are going to be talking about what today? Rappers. Well, I love rappers. I love rap. This is going to be a fun show. Yeah, you're going to have to stop me from relentlessly quoting Rap the Musical. Contains no rap. Contains no rap. Um... Uh, Long-time listeners will remember that we have done shows where we uh, sort of judge the acting abilities of uh, commercial pitch men and women who uh, who that's not their main job. I think we've done we did football players. Did we ever do basketball? I think we did basketball I think so. players. I don't know if we do we rank them or rate we just them. I think grade in the past them. we've given them grades. Yeah, we give right? them grades. Um, but another category of entertainer that has uh, really entered the commercial space are rappers. As rappers, a- rappers, hip hop artists. Just, what? It's yeah. like is, is there just I no just, way for me to say rapper? It's not rapper you. in a it's, cool it, way. It's not you. I, I've been thinking it the whole time I'm prepping the <laughs> show today. I mean, I do. Uh, I do think that. Here's the reason you had this idea, and I'm not trying to undermine the idea. I'm really not. I think it's fun. We have tons of good stuff to play for you today. Um, but I was so impressed with that Post Malone commercial yeah. that during the Super Bowl. It was my favorite. Then you also, we of course, probably the buzziest commercial to come out of the Super Bowl had a little Nas X in it. We had Missy Elliott do a commercial that really didn't make much of a splash, but she's often in Super Bowl commercials. And, and you said, hey, let's just you know grade the rappers in the commercials. It is just the reason I just... I just can't stop laughing at the idea because, like, what is a rapper versus what is a pop musician? Yeah, I mean, it's increasingly a, a meaningless distinction. But there are people who are obviously, like, their background and their, their uh, like, they, they came up through rap. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they're best known for. I mean, you know, like, okay, Drake is in here and he, he came up through acting, so he really gets a leg up. Obviously. Right, yes, He has to be course. graded on a curve. Right, but absolutely. But his is, spoiler alert, his is Amazing. By the way, I'm sorry to do this because it's off topic already, but this is one of my favorite drops. It comes from the TV show Idiot Sitter. Well, if it makes you feel better, I'd rather be up here with you than down there with those teenage people with their memes and their hashtags and Drake Drakes. <laughs> I missed that show. Um, so anyway, we will be grading the rappers. We have a lot. You and I both just kind of 
and, went and we to just town scratched on this, the surface. and we're just we just threw a bunch. Oh, I will mention one thing at the top. Now, when you think of rappers and commercials, one that you probably think of first is a man who used to go by the name Snoop Doggy Dog. I believe he shortened that in in uh, he's both more shortened it and lengthened it over yeah, the years. Yes, uh, you know he was in the news recently um, because he went after. Um, uh, King. Gail King. Gail King. Yeah, he had CBS. a hot take on Gail King's interview uh, in which she raised the issue of Kobe Bryant's rape, al- rape uh, you know, accusation. And, and he, Snoop Doggy Dog, posted something on social media, a video of him excoriating her and, sa- and basically threatening her yep. and calling her terrible names. I am so disgusted by him right now. I sent a text yeah. to him like, I can't. I can't watch a bunch of Snoop Dogg no. videos right now. And listen, we're also going to play some Dre stuff. Like, Dre has some issues in his past. Yes. Like, n- nobody is above reproach. But um, right now, I just couldn't spend the afternoon watching a bunch of Snoop Dogg stuff. So we have boycotted him for this show. Yes. And he's in a much, lot. He, much I mean, he to would, his dismay, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Because he would. there's a very real chance that he would have taken home the prize. But now he will not get the opportunity. Drake's like... To- Phew. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, we will check in with the Ad Council. What do we have? We had a couple of interesting things here. Um, oh, follow up on the man who knows Roger Teeter. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes, got a follow up from from the guy who goes to church with him. Uh, also, um, another uh, take on the Super Bowl. Somebody wanted to point out a Super Bowl commercial we didn't talk about. I had it on my list, but we didn't talk about it uh, because he has a personal connection to that one oh, as well. Cool. Well, yeah. we could have done we could have done three hours, but we stopped yes. at a, I think, a respectable two. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let's start, though, by um, talking about rap. Who are you? I'm the master rapper rhythm here to say I love fruity pebbles in a major way. He loves fruity pebbles in a major way. The bed Rock yellow, orange, purple, lime, and red. But to get the fruity taste, I gotta trick Fred. <laughs> the fruit of Rudy. <laughs> to get the fruity taste, he's gotta trick Fred. What? Trick Fred? Yeah. When I think of rap, that's what I think of. It's the, yeah, that's the probably the the absolute pinnacle of hip hop and commercials. I only, and I don't know if this, if I bet you a lot of our listeners are gonna be with me on this. I only. Really enjoy rap songs that start off with my name is such and such and I'm here to say right. and then they say what they need to say sure. and often in a major way. And then they do, then they amplify it in a major way. And I like that because they're setting out who they are yep. and what they're about it's and what good, you're about to hear. It's just good storytelling. It's good storytelling. It's good thesis writing. Yeah. You start with a thesis and then you back it up. That's no, I, one thing that I love I a learned. good rap formula. Yeah, um, another absolutely. one that I enjoy is um uh, there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party because a Liz Lemon party is mandatory. <laughs> From 30 Rock. And there is also a Mr. Show version yep. of that as well, I believe. Um, yeah. If, if it gets outside of that, I'm not super interested in it. It gets too confusing <laughs> and I don't know what they're um, singing about. But um, uh, where would you like to start? I was going to I was going to put in a suggestion, but if you have a strong opinion on where to start, I will follow your lead. Let's just start at the top here. Okay, because I had just moved this to the top when you weren't looking, actually. So it's well, working. I want to start with Lil Wayne. I want to start with, I like Lil Wayne. Lil I, Wayne is a top I'm excited to talk about me. Lil Wayne. I mean, so much of this, I think, is going to have to do with charm and personality, not necessarily acting, which is probably true for the football men oh, yeah, and the basketball should, men, Should too. we pause it all and sort of say, like, how, because here's the thing about, in the same way that we talked about the athletes, mm-hmm. we sort of tried not to give 
give them too much credit for just like being good at basketball or right. whatever in the commercial. Like they had yep. to do something more to to get a, to get an A. They had to act. They had right. to somehow pitch. Right. Exactly. Now I do have so a it's couple more than just rapping. Or just I will singing. say I have one in here that I'm thinking of right now that a uh, musician who's been in several commercials now, but almost all of them, he is just rewriting songs or making songs for it. So maybe you'll dismiss it out of hand, but I thought it would be being unfair to him if we skipped him totally. Um, but anyway, Lil Wayne is a charmer. He sure is. I also would like to correct what I just said. I said football men, because I think it's funny to call football players that. And then I said basketball men. But in truth, when we did our basketball show, we definitely included women as well. Yeah. I would also like to point out that today is February 11th, and it was announced that former Seattle Storm player uh, Swin Cash has been uh, inducted or will be inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, that was some great. news that I woke up to today, and now I've mentioned it on two podcasts that are not about women's basketball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just remember Swin rooting for her when she was here. Uh, anyway. So let's start with Lil Wayne, who, like I said, is a super charming guy. I saw that um, you had put one in here for a video game that he did. It is going to be so cacophonous on our listeners. I'm going to start with a different one. Okay, and we'll uh, but I do. That. I have to talk about uh, the video game known as uh, Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Breakpoint by Ubisoft, which I'm not 100 percent sure we haven't talked about that already. But I don't know. A lot of this blurs together. But um, Lil Wayne's been in a few of these. Actually, you know what? Let me start with the Samsung one that is, uh, I believe I first saw this in the Super Bowl, but I could definitely be wrong about it. It might have just come out before we definitely the Super covered Bowl. It. But this is the one where Lil Wayne is um, walking into a convenience store, pouring a bottle of champagne onto his Samsung phone. At first, you can't tell exactly what he's doing. He just walks in. It's a shot of him walking across the screen. The uh, shopkeeper is just looking at him quizzically while Lil Wayne is pouring. He's just pouring champagne all over the place onto some object in his hand. Then he says, stops and he crosses the screen. He comes back and he says this to the shopkeeper. Do you sell high-end champagne? In the back. He's off screen. He goes into the back. He comes back to the cash register. He just ran out of the bottle that he walked in with. He pays for the new champagne with his phone. Good night. The new water-resistant Galaxy S. And then he starts pouring the new high-end champagne on his phone just to advertise the fact that the Samsung is water-resistant. I love the fact that it has to be high-end champagne. Yes. I feel like the as much as we love the uh, Post Malone one where he's in a convenience store um, like at war with himself uh -huh. and then like the solution is we're rich let's get both uh -huh. like rappers in convenience stores yeah like having adventures a, the whole genre I think it's not even rappers I think it's convenience stores um, some of uh, some of our other favorites are who oh, yeah, is the Troy Aikman one Troy Aikman is exactly what I was thinking of he's buying a six pack of I believe Bud Light yeah, maybe and he, some and other he gets, light he kind of self owns with his ringtone yeah it's like touchdown Aikman um, I'm, I mean I'm a fan of the Tumgus commercials but that's for a convenience store so right. it's less of a trope but um, yeah no I think convenience stores are a, a, a great setting it's a great setting uh, it's a classic comedy setting. Oh, man. Let's talk about more rap. I like the champagne commercial. That's one of my favorite of all times. I love Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne has a 
fascinating voice not yeah. just when he's singing and rapping like just speaking i love his damn voice um so let me play another one for you here again we're easing up into your cacophonous one uh this is another one that is at least i didn't get you the three minute version of that one which i highly <laughs> recommend watching actually it's very entertaining this one is also for samsung this bridges the gap perfectly between the previous and the next because this is for Samsung again, but this also has more of a video game quality to it. This is Samsung advertising their virtual reality uh, for the Samsung S7. You could buy a like a headset that you then slip your phone in and you can enjoy virtual reality. So this is Lil Wayne apparently in his beautifully lit apartment sitting on a couch drinking tea or coffee, kind of talking directly to the camera and he's narrating what he's doing in real life and then every now and then he slips his headset on and starts telling us what he's doing in virtual reality. Lil Wayne drinking some tea. Lil Wayne fighting some robots in outer space. Lil Wayne sitting on the couch. I'm gonna have to call you back. I'm shooting a commercial. Lil Wayne dealing with annoying friends all the time. Lil Wayne in the canoe with Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Now, in real life, Wesley Snipes walks into his living room and sits down in a chair. Oh, hey, Wesley Snipes. I was just in the canoe with you. (laughs) Cool. Lil Wayne talking to Wesley Snipes. Nice, yeah, putting the goggles back on. Lil Wayne surfing in Thailand with Wesley Snipes. Very cool. <laughs> the new virtual They're both just so happy Can to just be say, who they are in that commercial. They really are. And I actually love Wesley Snipes' mm-hmm. sort of, I don't want to call it a second act, but his his like elder statesman persona that he's sort of aged into he looks great mm-hmm. I mean he looks like amazing for however old he is but like he's just like he's gotten he's gained a certain gravitas I feel like in his later years and that his I, scandals behind his him scandals now. are behind him he yeah I think and frankly I mean honestly like I, I don't him. hold a grudge against his scandal I but mean, he I like didn't pay his income taxes I think people taxes, should right? pay their taxes of course yeah. he shouldn't be a cheat but I also think that people are using the law to cheat the government sure. all the time legally and so again I'm not trying to get into moral relativism here but he literally did his time yes and, you know? and uh, yeah I don't think he's a danger to the community exactly right um, okay Vives. Now it's time for your commercial, which is going to be like hammers on the ears. I apologize in advance if it's totally uh, just indecipherable. But this is for the worst name video game which I've ever heard of called Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And it's just like a it's just a shooter game. Like it's you. It's like you. Just a shooter. It's just a shooter game. Like you're in there. And you're with your other buddies, so you're playing, you know, you're on the headset and you're talking to other people in real life. I'm sure there's like a whole vocabulary for this, which I lack. But what's great about this and what's really what really becomes clear in the three minute version, which I would recommend people check out, is that every player sitting on their couch is embodying a character in the game who is a totally different physical type. Like you have a large African-American man playing like a young woman, uh, like everybody. Sounds like Jumanji. Yeah, it's a little Jumanji-esque. Um, and at, uh, in this version, the first person we hear is, uh, in the video game, a white guy, kind of grizzled-looking, kind of middle-aged, sort of hillbilly-ish mm-hmm. looking white guy. And he is voiced by Lil Wayne. And we cut back and forth between the characters in the game and their their 
between the avatars and then the people who are playing them on the couch. So, But I need to be clear here that we're not actually looking at video game avatars. They have hired a bunch of actors yeah. to be, because it I mean, otherwise real. it would just look like they're video game characters, but they're not. They're actually human beings right. that they've hired as actors to portray the avatars in the video game. And then, Increasing, I mean, it's going to be harder and harder for it not to look just like true. that in a video game. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Andrew's right. It's, it is, it's depicted as real it's shot you know in like it's real life um but then we cut back and forth to the people on their on their couches and they're they're kind of uh they're all like a little eye rolly about lil wayne and his uh his typical gameplay moves that's right what's up players get it because we're playing the game <laughs> nice of you to join us we're doing this stealth or uh, guns please stealth Wayne michael carter jr <laughs> <laughs> i guess we're so, doing those so everybody else is like, hey, let's go in stealth. But uh, Lil Wayne uh, really doesn't have the patience for that. And so while they're still trying to get into stealth mode, he just like his uh, his white guy uh, video game avatar just charges in guns blazing. Screaming Wayne Carter Jr. I can't remember his middle name. He just said it. What is it? Uh, Wayne, uh, we'll, we'll Wayne hear Michael it again. Carter Jr. Stealth. Wayne Michael Carter Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we do have guns blazing. Wayne time. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the? Uh, so told you, Wayne's, uh, Lil Wayne's phone rings. His avatar just stops stock still while he picks up his phone and and just becomes completely inactive in the game while his friends are all like, what the hell, man? And we see him on the phone in his apartment. And do we also see his avatar almost do a drunk history thing where we see his avatar moving his lips to Lil Wayne's he's saying phone the, call? He's saying the phone call because that's what the people are hearing. Right. I told you, Richard, no more commercials. He's idle again. I don't even care how much they're going to put. All right, then. <laughs> okay, now he's playing again. He took my license. This is the only driving I get to do. Come on, guys, you buy me. Guys? So now his, his, his character has died. But uh, something, I guess his friends could, like, give him more life, but they don't do it. Oh, is that true? I don't know. He's like, guys, don't leave me or something. Come on, guys. You buy me. Guys? Come on, guys. Well, you lasted longer than last time. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Rated M for Mature. No, Lil Wayne. It's Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. That's right. I apologize if that was not very fun to listen to. It's very fun to watch. Yeah. It's, you know, it's definitely a clever commercial. And the callback... To this is the one thing that I'm a little confused about because those other two commercials we played were um, for Samsung, but I felt like in this one for a totally different product, he was referencing back to "I told you not to call me during commercials." Yeah, maybe that's just like his signature thing. Although maybe in this one he was saying "I'm I'm not going to do any more commercials," but either way, I need a sounder for this because I'm going to say "postmodern." Yep. Yeah. Anytime something is self-referential, I think you can make the argument. Um, can somebody make me a jingle? Oh, man. Can our owl guy make us a jingle <laughs> that says postmodern? Uh, okay, so Lil Wayne is there. Are we giving him grades now as we go through? Well, it's always hard to grade uh, when we haven't seen the whole class. But do, Oh, so we're grading on curves. Well, I think you sort of naturally do. I, I like Lil Wayne. I think he's really great as an actor. I mean, he doesn't have a tremendous amount of range, but... He 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 delivers the lines. He gets he delivers the punchlines. I think effectively. I love. There's nothing watching, more that I want out of. I him. love watching him on screen. 
Yeah, I'm giving him an A. I say A. All right, up next we have a Missy Elliott commercial. And this was part of actually a long series of commercials that I think aired leading up to the Super Bowl last... Or no, I'm sorry, in 2016 and then during the Super Bowl, which was... Alec Baldwin's Super Bowl party that had right. a bunch of famous people in For it. Alexa. But, but Missy Elliott was like the main, his, his kind of main partner in these commercials as she tried to help him get ready for the Super Bowl party, right? Right. Okay, but now this one that you've picked out is just like one of those in that series. And it's a, it's a shorter one, I think. Well, maybe it's a full 30. But I am can used by this because you have Missy Elliott they're apparently I, I guess they're at Alec Baldwin's house mansion mm-hmm. whatever and Alec Baldwin is behind a changing screen and she is trying to coax him to come out right because we're going to see that Alec Baldwin is dressed up in a black flashy suit that clearly she gifted him or encouraged him to buy or something like that the thing that I do not get is the why there is a puppet of her sitting next to her on the couch. It's like a marionette-style puppet yes. of Missy Elliott. And then during the commercial, we will hear um, Alec Baldwin say something like, oh my gosh, can I have it? And he is now referring to an Alec Baldwin puppet that is on, like, in a glass case or on a shelf. What is going on with these puppets? I don't know exactly. This was your pick. I need answers. I don't know. I just liked it. I just thought it was interesting. I, I like their interaction. It is so weird. Okay, I think I've set it up enough. Let's take a listen. I really don't want you to see me like this. You need some interest music. Alexa, play Alex Dance Playlist. Playing Alex Playlist. That's dance music. Alexa, play Pep Rally by Missy Elliott. I need to uh, point out here that she did release the song Pep Rally right around the time of the Super Bowl. And so this is all kind of... um, It's cross-promotion. Exactly. Because there were other... There's another in this series where she says, play my new song, Pep Rally. Rally by Missy Elliott. Really? Perfect. I got a little something for you. It's beautiful. Does this mean I'm going to be in your next video? Let me see what you got. Oh, so I think she must have had a video that was yes. puppet based. That's exactly what it is, and I am a dummy who didn't know. But that's the what dummies it's are in the commercial. Oh, but that must be it. She probably had dummies in that yeah. video or another video, and so it's. So then the tie end in. of the commercial, the little tag on it is that she and Alec kind of like do a little dance, and then their their little puppets do the same dance that they're doing, and it's cute. It's very cute. We should look up um, here. Let me just quickly look up Missy Elliott puppet commercial i'm sorry no no no. it must uh, be pep rally right i would guess it's for the song pep rally um but i don't have any confirmation on that okay uh let's move on to well, Nas. What, what grade oh um i'm getting i don't think the commercial is that good it's got some cuteness in it but it's like pick a lane what is the joke is it the outfit is it the whatever but that's not what we're judging here we're judging her right Right. and she's fine she's good i mean it's sort of funny i feel like i'm i said about Lil wayne there's nothing more i want out of him and there's nothing more i want out of her here i just found those other commercials way more delightful that's not missy's fault i guess it's not missy's fault i'm not saying she's doing anything terrible but i I don't think that she's like amazing as a as a pitch lady. Yeah. 
I agree. Ooh, we didn't put that salt and pepper commercial in here. Of course, that would be different. They're just singing in that Geico commercial. Yeah, I mean, they're really just doing the thing that they're known for the same way that, like, you know, Steph Curry shooting a bunch of basketballs Mm -hmm. is just doing the thing that he's best known for. Yeah. And if we're talking about, like, kind of their collective works, we saw Missy in the Super Bowl commercial, which was, again, mostly her just... She's performing. Performing the song. She's an amazing performer. She had a couple of lines, I think, but... I'll give her a B. I think she a B. Do, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give her a demerit. Like. <laughs> I think, you know, an average performance. You know, it's I, I cannot imagine having to act with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. You know, that would be really terrifying because he can just, he can do anything. You can tell that she's a little bit nervous because she's holding two mugs. <laughs> um, so the next commercial you have here is Hennessy. Um, and who is the pitch person but Nas? Of course, we're not talking about Lil Nas X. We're- Which is, it's very hard to find anything with Nas, original oh, really? flavor, because, <laughs> the, because the Lil Nas X commercial from the Super Bowl is everywhere. Yeah, I believe it. This is going back some years, right? Yes. I may even remember this commercial. This is probably like, I'm going to say, you know, mid-2000s, like 2005 or something, maybe a little bit newer than that. Um, And in this, you have Nas. It's Nas's voice. It's kind of like a voiceover thing with almost surreal visuals, which is Nas on a train in a city looking at everybody. Like a subway train. Yeah, and his... His narration will kind of explain how he's looking at people. They're not saying anything, but he can read them just by looking at them, which is a little prejudice, if you ask me. Like, <laughs> or psychic. Or psychic. And then it gets really surreal at the end. There, there's like flashes. The train goes into a tunnel, and suddenly he's alone on the train. Yeah. Um, but let's take a listen to this. And in the background, you well, if you're a Nas fan, you'll know what you're hearing. I see stories in people's faces. In their hands, in their eyes, people tell me stories without saying one word, so I listen, then I give it back, what are you chasing, Hennessy, never stop, never settle. And it says, what's your wild rabbit, is that what it says at the end? I think wild rabbit is like some you know, brand or, or sub brand of Hennessy cognac. He kind of had a larger partnership with them and he became like their brand ambassador for Mm -hmm. a while. Again, this is a few years old, so it may not be the case anymore, but he sort of became like, he he was sort of associated with the brand for a while. So, I mean, think of it in the same way that like McConaughey, uh, was like what was was it Wild Turkey? Yeah, and he, they they supposedly hired him in some position of like oh, not more than brand ambassador, right? But yeah, like, like he help. had some sort of like vanity title where he was like their you know creative guru or yeah. whatever. I think Nas is a such Nas's situation is a little bit more reasonable, but he but it was more than just like oh well you just like do this commercial for us. It was much more of like an integrated communications campaign. And um, it's smart because I mean Hennessy is one of the most often referenced right. like products in hip hop songs going back. And that's the thing about Nas, this Nas, what'd you call him original flavor? Like <laughs> yeah. his He should his, change his name to that. His first record, which is just, you know, it was a groundbreaking record. I believe he recorded when he was eighteen, wow. maybe younger, and it's like one of the pinnacles and it's called Illmatic. And that came out, I wanna say eighty nine, eighty eight. So he's been around a long time is my 89? point. Eighty nine? Hold on. When did Illmatic come out? 
He's right. that old? But he was also young when he recorded I mean, yeah, it. Maybe he was I'm young, wrong. But like, I am so wrong about that. It was released in 1994. I was going to say, like, I don't I think that was coming out when wrong. I was like 10. Okay, my apologies. But, and also in that, that music. See, this is where I'm biased, is but I you do are, love you're that. You're not record. that far off. I mean, you said in 94, 95? The actual uh, album came out in 94. I said 89. That's like five years off. But, um,. Anyway, I hear that music in the background, and it's like Pavlovian for yeah. me. Um, so uh, I'm biased by that. He's got a nice voice. The commercial's a little over the top. It's a little overly poetic. Yeah, it's a little like, you know, oh, cognac is serious. Did I just <laughs> ding a, a rapper and a lyricist for being overly poetic, though? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we look, we judge, we judge these commercials as they come on their merits, and it's... It's a little, it's a little, heavy, it's a little, you know, self-serious. Yes, a little self-serious. I'm going to give him a B, though. Yeah, I think so. All right. He looks, up, he looks convincingly serious. He looks very serious in here, and he looks like he's looking into everybody's souls. I haven't seen this next one yet, Veeves. I'm oh my excited. Gosh. What is this all about? Is this, is this um, SK Energy? This is an old one. I remember SK seeing, Energy. I remember I seeing this on TV. Now, it is definitely old because Joan Rivers, God bless, is not even with us anymore. Um, but this is with 50 Cent. Is it 50 Cent? I don't know. I always I used to say Fiddy because I thought time. that was it. But now I'm like, oh, no, maybe he just goes by 50 Cent. I'm going to call him what the woman, there's a British woman in the movie Spy, calls him 50 Cent Piece. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so I'm just going to default to that. 50 Cent Piece. 50 okay. Cent Piece. For SK Energy, For this, like, what off-brand like energy drink is this? Some off-brand um, five-hour energy shot type of thing. Okay. And this is way back when. I think this came out in... Um, the last it last aired in 2012, so okay. you know quite a while ago now. You have uh, 50 Cent in a gym, uh, and there's like people all around him working out. He's like you know he's really like jacked, famously you know mm-hmm. very very fit. Uh, he's wearing like a black sort of like tight shirt, and Joan Rivers like in full makeup. Uh, looking great, honestly. I mean, she was just a few years away from uh, her un- her demise, unfortunately. But she comes up. She's wearing like a workout clothes, but then over the workout clothes, she's got this huge fur coat, <laughs> just like ridiculously luxe fur coat. And she kind of sidles up to him and like 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 she's talking to a drug dealer to like get a fix. Oh, okay. Let's take a listen. So he's like handing out these little SK shots to people like he, like they're illicit, like they're illicit. Need a boost to be your best? Drink SK energy shots. She shoots it, throws away the bottle. That's just what I need. <laughs> I got the energy for you, Five O. <laughs> your game. New SK energy shots. So <laughs> she what, I got the energy for you, Five O. I've got the energy. She she like sort of. Comes on to him a little bit. She puts her hand on his beefy chest. On his beefy chest. She throws off her coat and sort of gives him the eye, the, the, the cutie eye and says, I've got the energy for you, 5-0, uh, if you're game. And he looks uh, a little disturbed. He looks he looks somewhat put off. I got the energy for you, 5-0. You're game. New SKR. Your game? Is that what she's saying? Your game. <laughs> so he doesn't have any lines. He doesn't have any lines, but what he has to do in there in that is like, well, look like a drug dealer when he's handing out these like little bottles and then look 
intimidated by uh, her coming on to him, which I think he does adequately. Yeah. I think it's a B plus. I mean, he, uh, we gave him, we gave Nas just a straight up B. Yeah. This no, this is. I mean, you you you, All right, you, no, you do whatever I'm... you want. I mean, his. <laughs> I mean, he he doesn't. He, there's no subtlety in his acting at all. That's he's like, true. <laughs> Which is weird because like, he's done a ton of acting, right? Oh, has he been in? Stuff? Yeah, he's I don't been. Think in, I mean, he was in his own biopic, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, I have a vague recollection of that, but um, yeah, he's kind of doing a cartoony thing. They don't give him any lines. Maybe it's the director's fault. Maybe it's not his fault. But this, he's really hammy when she's coming on to him, and he's looking kind of perplexed about it. So I can't give him. If we gave Missy and Nas a B, this is a B minus at best for me i might even say c plus now you got to be careful though because it's 50 cent like i i wouldn't say that to his face i mean like if he was in the room i would probably give him an a right out of fear he's an intimidating figure sure Um, uh get rich or die trying was the was the movie that was his feature film acting debut um, and I think it's loosely based on his life. Yeah, that rings a bell. What year was that? Um, it was 20, 2005. Oh, a long time ago. Um, okay. So long after, I mean, so, well, I don't know when this was recorded, but it was, I think, Get Rich or Die Trying probably came out before this. Um, so I gave that a C plus. Are you with me on that? Sure. Or what? No, I, I think that's fair. To me Especially given how much now. acting he's done. It should really be better. Yeah, okay. See, now we're kind of grading on a curve here a little bit. His own curve. All right. This next one is one that I found that is kind <laughs> of iconic. I actually saw this referenced in a in an article about one of the other commercials I was reading about. Um, but this is Nelly in a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial with the, the bee, whose name is Buzz. Do you remember this commercial? I think so. I've definitely seen a lot of a lot of Cheerios commercials with 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 musicians, with, with recording artists. Is it, I don't remember. Oh, yes, I do remember this one. This is such a bad idea. And that's why it was referenced <laughs> in, in this article I was reading. And I can't remember what the article was referring to. We'll come across it later in the show. Um, but it was kind of saying, you know, a lot of people have tried mixing hip hop artists and brands and, you know, to, to varying degrees of success. And they use this as an example of just like a, just a, what's the word? Bad idea. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Mm, bad idea. <laughs> right. Misguided notion is maybe what I was looking yes. for because I was going to be fancy and put on airs like Nas. But, um, so you have Nelly apparently in his kitchen, which is a kind of a futuristic looking kitchen. It's very, you know, well, he's a rich man. It's it's big. It's airy. It's got a metallic kind of bluish glow to it, the way it's shot. And then who's in the kitchen with him but Buzz? Right. The, the little, cartoon the bee. The cartoon bee. Good morning, Nelly. Oh. Hey, have you ever tried Honey Nut Cheerios? Love them. Neat. Now you, on the other hand, you need some help. Why? Look at you. What is that? You mean my honey wand? He just takes the honey wand and throws it. You laugh. You got a legit laugh out of that. This is working for you. Something about, you mean my honey wand made me laugh. (laughs) Maybe that's a shit like this. Yes. You mean my honey wand? You mean my honey wand? So he takes the honey wand away from Buzz and throws it over his shoulder. By the way, it splashes on 
our screen, yes. which is an interesting directorial choice as well, I would say. What is that? <laughs> you mean my honey wand? No. Get no, that's a... Come on. That effect. <laughs> now Nelly reaches over onto this cartoon bee and just kind of um, starts ruffling him all up. The bee just becomes a cloud of... Well, it looks bee like, pollen. It looks or, like or flower pollen. Or, yeah, it's like kind of fiery pollen something. And then when Nelly lets go, the bee has been transformed. <laughs> wow. Now that voice. My voice? Now I should say that the, I'm going to be pausing this a lot. My apologies. There's a lot in this 30-second ad. The bee is now wearing it's a rich tech. sunglasses and a leather jacket. Right. He's been like sort of pants, like... pants, I want to say. Yeah. He's been like made made to look cool if, if by cool you mean one of the T-birds. And yes. Well, sort of. But I mean also like probably, you know, like some cool kicks down there. Some sort of sneakers that you could see a hip-hop man wearing. Um... But now, I'm sorry. I didn't. I honestly, I'm not trying to be extra. I didn't. I didn't realize I was going to be spending so much time on this commercial. But now something else happens that makes me realize we're living in the future here. Right. Because now Nelly has transformed. The yeah, there's a lot to unpack <laughs> into some sort of more like cool, either rock and roll or I'm going to guess hip hop B. But now Nelly says, but now we got to do something about your voice. And he pulls up like a virtual computer screen out of nowhere right. that yeah. we can see from all like sides. Like a holographic computer screen that's on his kitchen counter. It's like Minority Report, yes. only more futuristic because there's no hardware at all. Like suddenly in the, again, we're 20 seconds into a commercial and we realize, oh, we're living in some sort of weird future where Nelly can just kind of call up an invisible computer and right. tweak Buzz's voice, which he's going to do now. Wow. Now, that voice. My voice? What's wrong with my voice? Yeah, man. Be got swag. Be happy. Be healthy. That's got to go, too. Sweet. Then it says, must be the honey. I feel like that's, I feel like it all proceeded from <laughs> must be the honey. I'm going to ask you an embarrassing question. I assume that was an Ellie song. Must oh, be the money. I assume so too. If not, they really, that was a real misfire. I just need to double check. I would find it incredibly <laughs> hard. Yes. That would be amazing okay. if it was like some other artist. It's actually called Ride With Me featuring uh, the Lun- the St. Lunatics. Um, okay. Which I thought, now I'm confused because I thought Nelly was in the St. Lunatics. Let's just not get bogged down by yeah. my inability to know what's going on in pop culture past present or future well and also i mean it's a it's a dynamic environment right it's a dynamic ecosystem right the the groups and and featureings and you know can i just say something very earnestly right now oh please I love talking about rap with you. Yeah, because I sound really smart. No, I'm making fun of myself. I'm making fun of us no, both. I, <laughs> I'm making fun of this entire premise. I'm making fun I, of everything because I, I can't. I knew when I suggested this. <laughs> I can't. That I was really, that it was really sort of a high wire act because I don't want to come across as claiming to know anything that I don't know, which is everything. This but is I also fun. have to talk about this stuff, right? So I just so it's a it's a parade of my own ignorance. Mine too. I'm I swear, every time I say something like that, I want you to know I'm not pointing my finger at you. I'm pointing my finger at me 
and this whole ridiculous situation. One of the first ways that Andrew described my musical taste to me <laughs> was to tell me that I was more of a VH1 rocker. I said that it's amazing. We've been together for almost 20 years now, and it's amazing these little things that we both hang on to, like the time when you told me early on that I basically went to trade school right. because so, I went to Kent State Steven. University. And then one time I apparently said to you, well, you're kind of like a VH1 kind of rocker. <laughs> I have a vague recollection of saying it to you, but I do know that it comes up all the time. I don't Have I ever said anything to you that has kind of gotten into your craw more? Well, it wasn't. It's not even that I'm offended by it. It's. I mean, it's really accurate. <laughs> you hated that. Okay, so how are we grading Nelly? I did. I I got. If I'm ranking the commercial, I would give it actually extra points. I think it's bizarre. I love. It's how a weird bad world that it exists. It is. In. Yeah, but, but it's a bad commercial, really. But how's Nelly? Yeah. What does Joth? Oh, do we have John here? Um, you know, I, I mean, I feel like we're everybody's sort of in. It's there's sort of in the middle. I mean, of course, that's how a bell curve works. Mm-hmm. I would say B minus. Yeah, I I would say I would say B minus as well. I mean, I don't. Again, if Fifty Cent were here and he finds out I gave him a, a, a C plus and Nelly a B minus yeah. for these commercials, but Nelly has to do it. a lot more. I agree. He's got to interact with a with a. Several animated things that are not really there. That's right. That's Good a, argument. That's a challenging uh, task in any in any filmmaking. Um, he's got to deliver a lot of lines. Um, you know, I think like he his it was a d- greater degree of difficulty. And as they the way they score ice skating, mm. you get more points if you do more difficulty. Mm. Okay. Well, I, then I, I think you've made a really good um, argument there. I am going to go with the B minus with you. All right. I, you almost talked me into a B. If I had to watch that Missy Elliott commercial or this one on a loop, I'd probably choose this one. But there's again, more going on. There's more. Okay. Although I do like watching Alec Baldwin dance with his puppet. Yeah, the puppet thing is good. Okay. Um, the next commercial, I don't think you've seen this yet. Did you click on this? The Tyga? No, anything you put in, uh, I didn't click on. Okay, so I'm pretty unfamiliar with Tyga. By the way, for the record, we did ask our friend Nick Jarn to join us for the show. He would know all of this stuff he found out it turns out like when did we find out that he was really disappointed when he when he found out we did a whole show on basketball players I, and we didn't invite him on I went on his show uh, um, yes. uh, Northwest Nerd and we had an air it was we were, it was the Festivus episode and they did an airing of grievances and his grievance with me was that we did a whole show on basketball Act, basketball men doing and, and women, women doing commercials <laughs> and that we didn't have him on because he's a big NBA fan right um, and so anyway I thought oh he'd be perfect for this one and he could make fun of us and put yes. us in our place but he is on a work trip and was unavailable to, to join us um, but anyway I gotta admit that I'm pretty unfamiliar with Tyga uh, I know the name. I'll bet you a million bucks. I know the songs that he appears on and maybe his own material, but I can't make the connection right now. My apologies. I don't know why I had to admit that, but I did. Um, in this commercial, I think the commercial is for Foot Locker. It definitely features... <laughs> well, that's already a ding if you don't know what product it's <laughs> Well, for. it definitely is a commercial for... Shaquille O'Neal's shoes, okay, which are called Shacknosis, but they mention that you can get them at Foot Locker. That's not even a good pun. I'm fine with this. This is bizarre. This is, I this I love this commercial. Um, of course we know the Shaq the Shack from the basketballs, but what yes. we know more 
for is his performance on the uh, general commercials Absolutely. for general insurance. And, and any number of uh, icy hot yes. pain management right. types of commercials. Um, in this one, I don't know when this is from, by the way. Let me see. When was it posted to YouTube? It was posted in 2013. It, the people are also saying it came out in 2013, if you can trust them. Um, there's some party going on, and Shaq is just kind of standing in the middle of it, not talking to anybody, okay? And then Tyga walks in, and I will tell you, I'll, I'll tilt my hand right now and just say he also kind of, I think, exudes a certain kind of charm that we're going to see. And he goes to compliment Shaq's sneakers, but it's so loud at the party, and Shaq is so tall and his head is so far above everybody that he can't hear what Tyga says to him. And so he says, what did you say? And he gestures, Shaq does, towards this little mini like elevator thing that people are supposed to stand on and then raise themselves up to Shaq's level if they want to talk to him at this party. I see, yes. So picture a somewhat less clunky, more stylish looking maybe lift that you would see in a in a Home Depot warehouse. Right, like a little scissor lift. Yes, something like that. And so what's going to happen in this commercial is Tyga is going to keep going up to say something to Shaq. He thinks the conversation's over. He'll start going back down, but then he'll raise himself back up to Shaq's level to have this conversation. Shaq, man. Reeboks is fresh. What? He gestures to the elevator thing, the lift. Said those Reeboks is fresh. Thank you, Tiger. We call Shaq Gnosis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Genevieve is laughing. Tiger gives this Ty- great look. He looks away from Shaq when he hears the name of the shoe, off into the middle distance, and kind of like furrows his brow, which is also the look yes, that I gave when I heard the name of the shoe. So Are he- they dunking on themselves <laughs> and the stupid name of their See, shoe? That's why I don't remember if this is for Reebok, these shoes, or Foot Locker, but. That little bit of acting where he's he yeah, he gets he gets the information that says they're called Chaknosis and he nods like oh yeah and then he looks away he and reacts. within a second acting his is face reacting screws up like wait <laughs> what did I just hear like we've all done it a million times where somebody's talking like oh yeah and then a second later it hits you what did you just say Chaknosis um, was not a better name than Chaknosis of course we'll post this uh, to the Facebook page I don't know are we even maybe. Thinking about that as as the show pick. Yeah, I love that as the show pick. If I can face. if I can really capture it, I'll uh, I'll use it. Yeah, so here I'm backing up a little bit here. Say it. Those Reeboks is fresh. Thank you, Tiger. We call Shaq Gnosis. Thank you. Pick him up with Foot Locker. What was that? Foot Locker. Foot Locker. We were made before you were born. <laughs> You say something? No, didn't say anything. I heard you say something. <laughs> I get why Kylie Jenner cannot quit this dude. Okay, so it's for it is for both Foot Locker and Reebok. It looks like according to the tags at the end. Um, if you couldn't hear what was going on because the sound mix is loud, which is part of the joke. Um, as Tyga's going down, uh, Shaq says. They were out before you were born or something along those lines, right? They were made before you were born. They were made before you were born. And then when uh, Tyga goes back up, he says, what did you say? Shaq says, I didn't say anything. And I I don't know if – I'm almost wondering now, is this weird passive aggressiveness from Shaq because he saw Tyga sort of 
sort of neg him a little bit with the name of the shoe? I don't know. It's a, it's a, it is a I I think it's like like a lot of ways to read it. This is a contender, this right? This is a real contender. Tiger, like I'm giving, like, I, This is a real this, this is, is a, an A+. Plus. This is an A+. Plus, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving Tyga. I didn't really know anything about him except that he and Kylie Jenner are like on again off again. I didn't know, I didn't know that. It's constantly there's all this infidelity and everything, but I get it. I get the appeal. A very uh, great, More right? What Tyga. what I say kind of exuding a certain amount of charm, yeah, right? So charming. I would definitely watch him He's got in, charisma. in a project. Yeah. Um, okay, there's a bunch of Dre ones. I always find Dre commercials to be so meh. They're so meh because Dre, I mean, I guess we agreed at the top, problematic in his own ways, uh, is a giant of a person, a giant of an artist, but not the most charismatic, like, on-screen presence, Mm -mm. you know? But... What I kind of appreciate about him as a performer, and because he's, and of course, Beats, there's a gajillion uh, commercials for Beats by Dre, his brand of uh, audio equipment. Um, it's more than just the headphones, right? It's headphone speakers. There's yeah. one for a, some fancy car. It might be a Chrysler. Or something, yeah, it's all kinds of like, sound. And they have stuff. they have his speakers in the car, so it's a lot. This of, is for an HP laptop with his like some kind of sound design. Everything is crossover with yeah. him. There's a Dr Pepper commercial I'll play next because I remember the commercial and it's I think a kind of an interesting one as far as his commercials are ever interesting. Um, and even that one is for soda, but it also has a crossover yeah. with beats. Like, he doesn't do anything unless he's getting that, which, you know, you kind of got to give him credit. Oh, I do. Yeah. And I will say this, like, his on-screen presence isn't, it's not amazing. Like, it's not, it doesn't, it's not charismatic the way, like, that Tyga one was. Or even, I w- or even, like, Lil Wayne, where you, you like, you're, it draws your eye. Mm-hmm. But he does, he is such a giant that somehow, like... Everything that's going on around him, he feels central to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think they're re- and I think he's often positioned that way in the, some of these ads. It's also interesting to see how his body type changes over yeah, the years. Yeah, he's too, been around he so was, long. Yeah, and he was always like kind of a kind of pudgier guy, right? Yeah, I mean maybe not pudgy, but a bigger kind of a booker guy. And then he lost a lot of weight in the past ten years and kind of got got jacked, sort of. Yeah, and it also he's he's one of those. I mean, so like so many people, as they when they get jacked, if they get older, it makes them look older because they lose a, like the fat in their yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. He almost had almost had a baby fat quality yeah. to him before. Um, yeah, he's not pudgy. Pudgy's the wrong word, but um, just like we can all remember those. Just not like, super ripped. Yeah, early nineties yeah, videos. Just a little videos. soft. Uh, but anyway, so what's going on in this one? I watched this earlier. It's a little chaotic, right? We see it begins in Dr. Dre's studio in Los Angeles. It says that. And uh, the uh, the Kiwi actor we mentioned earlier, uh, Reese Darby, is walking down the hall, um, and we're the camera's following him. You'll hear him say, uh, "Here comes trouble," and it's he's passing some guy coming out of the studio. And I I tried to figure out if this is like a guy that we should know, mm. and if it is, it's far beyond my ken. Okay, and then he's going to kind of barge in on Dre while he's in a mixing. Well, session. he's in a mixing or actually a recording session. Recording session. Yeah. We see that there's an artist behind the glass. Well, I also tried to figure out if it was somebody, but I really couldn't figure that out. Oh, here's trouble. Oh, here we go. Oh, there you are, Dre. How'd you get this laptop to sound so good? He says, how'd you get this laptop to sound so good? New HP Beats Audio. What's that? HP Beats Audio. Oh, you've been working with HP? Yeah, we tore the computer apart, rebuilt it so my music could sound like it's supposed to. Finally! Hey, mate. Who's this guy? New artist? Oh, how about this for your new album? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plug in the better sound at hp.com. Yeah! So 
obviously Reese Darby just steals it. Steals the whole show because he's amazing. I don't think Dre's that. I don't know, man. Well, before we judge Dre, okay, we should watch some more, right? We should watch all of his okay. uh, his oeuvre. Here's another one. This is the one I said uh, I remembered seeing on TV whenever it was out, maybe about 10 years ago. Uh, Dr. Dre is at a house party of some sort, um, and he is talking about how great Dr. Pepper is. He says something like, I like Dr. Pepper because you can taste all 15 flavors, which is an interesting pitch that like they're talking about the complexity of flavor in Dr. Pepper. Not something yeah. that I think about much. I love Dr. Pepper, by I the like way. I like Dr. Pepper, too, but like all soda, the primary flavor is sugar. Yeah. Yeah, but they all have their own flavor. I, I don't. You yes, know, you're I'm right. I'm not going to D- Dr. Here. Pepper does not taste like Sprite. Right, exactly. So anyway, um, so he's talking to the camera as he walks through this party, talking about how much he loves Dr. Pepper. and But he says something about like, it's you got to slow things down, and then we kind of realize the the person who's you know DJing this party is just playing this frenetic house music, and uh, Dr. Dre says you just got to slow things down, and then he kind of takes over the DJ stand. Scientific test proved when you drink Dr. Pepper slow, the twenty three flavors taste even better. Twenty three flavors. When scientific tests. Scientific. Genevieve- I'm gonna need to see those receipts. Oh, suddenly you don't trust Dr. Dre. <laughs> When he says scientific tests scientific say that tests. if you drink Dr. Pepper slowly, you will then taste all 23 flavors. Right. Scientific tests prove when you drink Dr. Pepper slow, the 23 flavors taste even better. For me, slow always produces a hit. Now he's approaching this DJ who's, by the way, a white DJ uh, with like a, a hat on a skew and is just like, you know, playing, again, this very frenetic music. Dancing. Slower is better. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Uh, which is why I trust him when he talks about scientific tests. Um, I see the can even said 23 on it. So apparently this was a, uh, a sort of a strategy they had for a while. I guess so. It must have been a pretty brief one. I don't recall I don't that being like a, a sustained campaign. And I also think it's a terrible idea. I should also mention that when he takes over the DJ booth to slow things down, we see the Beats by Dre headphones that are prominently sitting there and he picks them up and Synergy. puts them on. And then um, the way he slows down the music is by putting a can of Dr. Pepper on the center of the record, mm. which I think any DJ would literally box your ears for doing that. Well, I don't think like 17-year-old white DJ is going to like mm-hmm. mess with Dr. Dre. No, that's a good point. I mean, I think Dr. Dre can probably get away with it. That's probably true. I just don't think that Dr. Dre Let's ask our friend. We have a friend, a bartender friend who is also a DJ, right? Yes. Let's do. ask him what he would do if Dr. Dre like messed with his set. Okay, we'll do that and we'll get back to you All soon. Right. Um, there's also a Coors Light commercial from 2002. I'm not even going to play it for you because not a lot happens. I don't think there's any. Well, I'll play it for you because what else we got going on? Uh, it's only it's only the uh, New Hampshire primary is going on right now. Um, in this one, we just see that it's an airplane flying somewhere late at night, an airline, not a private plane or anything. All the passengers are asleep. And then oh, the camera is going to be trained on the backside of of a uh, flight attendant as right. she have you seen I've this seen before this one, yeah as she walks down the aisle and then she finally gets to the last seat in the aisle and who is still awake in his seat none other did you guess dr dre you're correct and dr dre 
this maybe is this pre Beats because I don't know if he's wearing his branded headphones, but he's got his uh, his music machine, his mixer. I don't even know what you call it, his drum machine or whatever. And he's back there with headphones on, kind of mixing a beat. He's and actually doing beats by Dre. He's doing beats by Dre, uh, and and kind of really banging on the machine. And it really makes me wonder about. Uh, the person sitting in the seat in front of him because this is on the tray table. Right. And if, are they feeling each one of those? Again, maybe it's, I wish they would, I wish they would like pan around and be that same white DJ. <laughs> Just like, Just kind of like this is my life man. now. Why is, why is Dre following Just taking shit from Dr. Just Dre. nagging me all the time. Oh my God. That's kind of a doctor doctor situation there. I don't have I think that would involve some doctor, doctor time travel. <laughs> Dr. Dre, doctor doctor. Um, so anyway, I guess we'll take a listen to this. Weird sound design. I know. Oh, I guess here we get to the, the beat. This this flight attendant is very sexy. Yeah. That's it. He look as she sets the Coors Light and the glass next to him, next to his drum machine. He looks up at her almost. Like, it makes me wonder, did he order that course? Like, yeah, he almost looks confused, like, what's going on? And he's getting a glass glass, which I don't yeah. think you typically get. In Maybe the you last get it. Seat. Certainly not in, in coach. Certainly not in the main cabin. I guess you might get a glass glass in first, but it doesn't appear to be in first, which is also weird. Yes. So, anyway. It's been a long time since he flew coach. Can't hold that against him. Not a lot going on in that commercial. Probably just a waste of our time. Um, what are we giving Dr. Dre overall? I honestly don't think he's a very good actor. Now he's in a lot. He he pitches a lot, and he certainly is like the main pitchman for pitchman, pitchman for Beats by Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, See, he's he's no better than Fifty Cent. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's any better. What do we give Fifty Cent? C, a C plus. All right, sorry, sorry, right. Dre. We'll give Dre a C plus. I did not forget about Dre. I just want to be very clear about yeah, that. We're just I remember dismissing it. Him. I just we're am giving willfully him a C+. dismissing. And him. also, like, I wish the best for him. I hope that we can get these grades up. Yeah. You know. I'm yeah, I want to see you do better next quarter, Dre. I'm not trying to seal your fate. I know here. that you. I feel like you have a lot of potential, and I want to see you live up to it. Do you remember? And I know you do. The Pepsi commercial that we loathed I last sure year. I sure do. I'm pausing here. Steve Carell. Steve Carell is the name of the actor. Oh, is that what you needed? <laughs> yes. I couldn't remember the name of the main actor in it. And the whole thing is uh, people are in a diner and the somebody orders a Coke. This was such a bad idea. Somebody orders a such Coke. Such a bad idea. And then the server will always say, is a Pepsi fine or is a Pepsi okay? Is a Pepsi okay? Clearly okay. Pepsi cannot get out of their own way. Even the new one for the Super Bowl this year, which was all about the Pepsi Zero Sugar, um, they the whole... The whole sh- sh- song and dance of it is I, I see a red door and I want to paint it black. And it opens with like, I know I'm this is way off yeah. topic, but it just I just want to berate Pepsi for a minute here, if you'll allow me. It's a bunch of dancers and and the Coca-Cola red and a white wave that, in, you know, that in, invokes the white, the wave of the Coca-Cola can. And then they turn everything in that scene. They cover it in black, like a drip, black drips down mm-hmm. and it becomes Pepsi. But it's like. Could you just stop comparing yourself to Coke? Like, 
if you're so great, then just stand on your own merits. But it's always they're always the the it's always a defensive play. Yeah. Yeah, this it's, it's, this one this is one. Pepsi okay. It's just such a terrible ad, and I almost wonder how much of it was based on the fact that Cardi B, and this is what I'm getting to here, says okay in that funny way. She says okur, mm-hmm. uh, which nobody quote me on that. Uh, I, <laughs> in fact, that's the whole. point Can somebody of this isolate commercial. that for me? <laughs> no, they cannot. I will cut <laughs> it out. We've got that in the clear, right? Um, and that's what this whole commercial is about. This is a this in that original one with Steve Carell that actually aired during the Super Bowl. It was a long extended version, and famous people were making cameos. And we saw Cardi B for a second come in and give her tagline: "Is that oh?" And Lil John, uh, who famously says, right. "Okay, right?" That's right. I forgot about that. No, I think there was another. Can I tell you the there? funnest I thing I learned today? Yeah, and I believe this to be true, but I haven't fact checked it. That you know how celebrities will often have like a wine label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lil John has a wine label that he partnered with some winemaker called Little Jonathan. Because <laughs> it's like fancy sounding. Yes. <laughs> I would try it. Oh my God, it made me laugh so hard. Little Jonathan Wines. Shout out to Mabim Bam for giving me that piece of trivia. Oh, I thought you learned it today just in your research for this show. No, I just happened to it just happened oh, to be on a podcast I was listening to. Um, anyway, uh, so it, this is a different version of that. There's no Steve Carell in here, and this one Cardi B takes the lead. She's sitting at the um, at the diner counter. Behind her, this fella is uh, giving his order to the server. I'll have a Coke. Is Pepsi okay? Did you just ask if Pepsi a grr? Excuse me. Of course, Pepsi is a grr. Just saying okay. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, what kind of word is that? Okay. Okay. Like this. Okay. What? I wanted a Pepsi. That's what I'm talking about. If you wanted a Pepsi, why didn't you just order one? That's a good point. Because at the end, he's like, he's gone behind the counter or something, gotten his own Pepsi, right? Yeah. And that's what stops everything. Which they the really end. discourage, by the way. Yes. Don't, don't try that at home. I mean, I think most people can tell what's going on in this commercial. We start seeing everybody in the diner making that yes. noise. At one point, we even see pigeons outside making that noise. We see police officers. It's a viral thing. Um, Cardi B, is she acting? I don't know. I have a lot of respect for her, uh, you know, as an... As an artist, but also mostly as kind of a businesswoman. Yeah. <laughs> like her, her career is astounding oh, yeah. to me. She's amazing. She but looks amazing here. But I just don't know if this here. is really acting, though. Yeah, she's, she's being Cardi B. She's just being Cardi B. But sometimes it's hard to it's hard to be yourself on camera. So she it's does that. It's hard to that. be Cardi B. It's hard to be Cardi B. So let's give her a B. Let's give her a B. Let's just make it easy. Yeah. I am not trying to be a no fun Nick. I am looking down at the time. Do you know we've been recording for over an hour oh, already? Oh, no, really? Yes. And we have a huge, well, no, we still had like a bunch more on our list. Okay. But I don't think we should do two very long shows in a row. All right. Last let's skip ahead. Was, skip okay. ahead. We got to talk about Virginia Black Whiskey. It's okay. the only one I care about. I will say really quickly, the, the article I was talking about before was an article about Lil Yachty, who was in, uh, he's made music for uh, Sprite. Uh, we saw him, if you'll recall, there was the LeBron James Sprite ad that was very postmodern, where yes. he's like, I'm not going to... I'm yeah. not going to tell you to like Sprite, even it, if I was doing a commercial for Sprite. In that one-minute version, um, Lil Yachty has a quick appearance. He's in a piano in some sort of a crystal ice palace making up some song about Sprite. They kind of created a 15-second version that is just Lil Yachty on that. There's a Target commercial that we've talked about before where... Um, 
uh, he remixes and raps over Rob Bass's It Takes Two mm-hmm. while everybody's kind of dancing in the Target. I don't know if you recall that. It's pretty slick. I'm just going to play a little bit of this one for you, though. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, this wasn't a TV commercial, but it was like something that the, the, the brand put together to try to go viral. It was Lil Yachty paired with Donny Osmond creating a new song for Chef Boyardee clearly trying to make this go viral. I actually read a lot of quotes from the marketing people. You want to you want something that's more cringy than you and me talking about rap music? Yes. And rappers? I'd, I'd feel I could sleep a lot better. It is the marketing people talking about how Chef Boyardee has fallen off of the radar of young people and this commercial or this song pairing Lil Yachty with Donny Osmond literally bridges the generation gap and this is really going to help their sales. I think that kind of thinking is ridiculous, but I... I guess I don't hate the song. I mean, it's it, it's very knowing. It starts with a sample of an old Chef Boyardee jingle from back in the day, and then Lil Yachty remixes it. Sausage up, sausage up, here we go. Give me more cheese, life is a breeze. When me and Yachty party, we call on Chef Boyardee. (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous. But they actually, and it's a really bizarre video that is in this article I was reading from Forbes. They even described it as very um, Tim and Eric. They actually interviewed somebody from Adult Swim talking about how Adult Swim has had such an impact on commercial. God, that is so true. Commercial makers and creative types. And, um, invoked Tim and Eric in that conversation. I got to say, like, this has all the markings of something I should absolutely hate and roll my eyes at as a Gen Xer. Um, but it's so shameless. It's so shameless. It's so bonkers. The two legit look like they're having fun together. And that kind of comes off well for me. And Lil Yachty, again, is just comes off as very likable. I don't know much about him. Yeah. But he just comes off very likable in this and not super serious like and, Nas. And Donny Osmond seems to have a real sense of humor about his brand and has maintained... He has he has been able to insert himself into a lot of like modern pop culture by virtue of the fact that he's willing to like goof on himself. Yeah, you know? and, and the fact that little I actually think that little Nas is taking the bigger. I'm little Nas. I'm sorry, little Yachty is taking uh, more of a risk because he's more relevant right yeah, now. Right. And if he's labeled as something that is like kind of uncool or unhip, that's going to impact him more than freaking Donny Osmond. Yeah, Donny Osmond has nothing to lose. So I'm going to give all of these together. I'm going to I'm actually I'm giving um Lil Yachty an A. Okay. I think maybe not an A plus because oh, you have another one in here. Uh Nicki Minaj is in one of the Beats by Dre. Yeah, I actually really like this one because she kind of does have to do some acting in it. Okay. Um so she's leaving someone who we assume to be her boyfriend uh 
in her dressing room and she has a Beats by Dre. It's called a pink pill, mm-hmm. which is like a just a little, you know, those, how the speaker looks like a big lozenge. Yeah. Um, she leaves the room. Uh, she looks great. She's wearing uh, a really cute little sundress. She's wearing this cute sundress and she's got like really long blonde hair. She tells the this dude who... I don't think it's someone we're supposed to know, but I could be wrong. She says, if you want to listen to your music, you can, you, know, you can just make the speaker play it. So, But then, as soon as she leaves, he starts texting another girl, and the speaker has something to say about it. Oh, no. If you want to play your own music, just tap my pill. Okay. Right after I text back Khadijah. <laughs> For real, texting other girls right now? Khadijah, my friend. A man cannot just be friends with a girl named Khadijah. <laughs> keep, keep, keep it down. I'm a speaker, dummy. I'm done with you. Yeah. Like that? Oh, what did you do to her? Just changing the songs? He was texting other girls. Get out. Bye bye, boo boo. Okay, she's not doing the voice of the pill. I don't she? think that the, I think the pill's some other voice. G- can I give the pill a grade? The pill, the pill gets an is, A+. Gets an a+. Plus. Nikki the pill, have by to the do way, too much. becomes not just it's not just the speaker talking. The 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 speaker becomes a little um, sort of like a little anthropomorphized little yeah, character, which is weird. Yeah. Um. So what do you give Nikki in that? I, we don't see a lot of her. Yeah, I mean, I think she fine. is fine. You know, B. B straight up B straight up B sounds mean. We can if you want to. I mean, we've talked. I think we've talked about the Chance the Rapper yep, with the Backstreet Boys. We can skip this so one. Skip it. But that I, was a Super Bowl commercial from last year. Doritos made no sense. Well, you know, they made it. He made. They made it hotter. They made the Doritos hotter, and, and then, then Chance he, made the Backstreet, the Backstreet Boys. Boys hotter. Um, but we gotta talk about this Virginia Black whiskey, which we've talked about on the show before. I'm quite certain. Oh, really? I can't imagine another place where we would have talked about this because I've never seen it on TV before. I had never heard of it until today that I remembered. I'm quite sure that we've talked about this before, but it's worth talking about again. So we talked about this exact ad? Yes. Really? Yes. So you... I will find it in a, in a show sheet. While you set it up, I will find it in a show sheet just okay. well, to prove it. Boy, I'm really having a memory problem, but... Um, this is Drake's like like I think he owns this company or he's at least a partner in it. He like you know uh, is a is a stakeholder in Virginia Black Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, in this commercial, he never says a word, but it's just Drake dressed the way you picture Drake. Like he wears a black turtleneck. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a real look, right? Like he's got a, he's known for a certain look. He's very uh-huh. handsome, obviously. He sees a very attractive woman who I will. I will hold on the reveal of who it is unless I already said it in a previous show. But anyway. I can't find it in our last two show sheets, but I know that we've talked about this in some way. And let's see you and I talked. Well, you're saying that you didn't even know about it I before. Don't, I've never even heard of this brand of whiskey that I remembered. So anyway, he sees this Might very... Might have been TBTL. He sees this very attractive woman uh, who's a little older, but still like very gorgeous. He starts to walk toward her with a with a glass of of the whiskey to offer it to her. And it looks like they're kind of making eyes. Yeah, they're making eyes. She's like, she gives him a look as she walks past. So he's starting to go and make his move, shoot his shot. And an older man says, son, and it's literally his father, an older man who's like very like dapper, you know, like sort of old school. 70s. 70s dapper. And this whole, this whole thing has a 70s vibe, like the, the font and the coloring and the, the, the way it's shot feels very like that warm 70s vibe, you know? The bottle looks like a the 70s bottle, bottle. The bottle's actually very cool. I actually wouldn't mind like maybe trying some. Mm. Um, so his father kind of takes the glass from him and then he steps in and uh, and like 
connects with the lady the and father like, does. and they leave him just standing there holding his holding an empty holding an empty glass and drake just looks really befuddled i i know i've seen this before i know i've talked about it on a podcast it must have been tbtl although i find that so hard to believe but um, i don't know why all you ever do is bite our rhyme <laughs> talk to luke but um the, the, I will say Drake does some great acting when he realizes that he his dad is he coming never in says a word and swoops in and takes this woman, so to speak. Um, and it's a fantastic performance. And I love that Drake still will put himself in these positions where he dunks on himself, like on Saturday Night Live. Yes. And like he has a wonderful sense of humor about himself. And yet he's still able to somehow he's both sexy and also like the the chump in this. Drake. He's like a real sex. Sees a woman across the bar. She's, she's dancing. Very, she's dancing. She looks at him, kind of gives him the eye. They start approaching each other. Where are they? Walking toward him. Just walks on, She just walks on by. Hey, son. Hold my drink. <laughs> nice turtleneck. Kind of crazy. And he, the dad walks up holding hands with the lady and Drake. He starts singing. The Drake just stands there holding two cups of whiskey. Just looks really awkward. And all of a sudden he's, suddenly he's self aware and he's like looking around the room. Did anybody see that happen? He doesn't know what to do holding two drinks it's now. So great. He does such a wonderful job. Um,. Oh, it looks like there's a little button on it with the dad. The dad at the very end, after we see a shot of the product, we see the dad uh, chilling out in a chair, kind of like it looks like maybe by a fireplace or something. One sip and boom. <laughs> um, now, do you know who that woman is? No, who's the woman? This rings a bell. but um, That woman is Nicole Murphy. She mm. is Eddie Murphy's ex-wife. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Uh, and she is, uh, you know, she's in her 50s. She looks phenomenal. And she's just one of one of those women who like she dates younger men. She's just like very, you know, mm. uh, she's just like kind of amazing. And she would be probably age wise be directly between these two. Yeah, she'd probably be closer to the dad's age yeah. than Dwight, the Drake's yeah. age. Yeah, the Drakes. Him the Drake, the Drakes, the Drakes. Um, I meant to say then Drake's age. Uh, and of course, his dad was like a drummer or something. There was, I am very curious to know when this commercial came out because those two had a bit of a beef. Like, do you remember this? Drake will rap a lot about how his dad was an ab- absentee dad, like, oh, I didn't not know that. showing up when he was supposed to show up and stuff. And then apparently, they reconnected later in Drake's life, at least that's Drake's version of the story. But then, like, his dad went on talk radio shows saying, I don't know why my son is always saying this in his lyrics. He's told me straight up that he's just doing it to sell records. It's not true. And so there's this public spat between the two of them, which maybe which makes this feel sad to me. But I think that they had that public spat. They smoothed it over. And then this came out. I hope I like that's to true. Think so. Yeah, I hope yeah. that's true. It's yeah. a great ad. Um, I love the look and feel of it. Drake's performance is incredible. A plus. I don't think there's any any doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you see those Degrassi roots showing. And uh, of course, just uh, I'll, bo- both of the non-commercial related drops I will play today are Drake related. This was uh, Drake uh, on Saturday Night Live, I believe, <laughs> playing Black Jeopardy. Oh, snap. This comedian was crazy in the 80s with his raw and delirious routines. Derek. 
Oh, he's hilarious, dog. Who is Rick Moranis? <laughs> Full circle. That joke was also about Eddie Murphy. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got to give him an A+, plus, right? Yes. So the, Love the, Drake. the real winners today. We liked him in that ad for the for the Apple Music with the weight oh, bench. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and Taylor Swift was not in that one, but they both did kind of. Yeah, it was like companion ads. Yeah, companion ads. So the true winners today are Drake, Tyga, and those were our only A pluses, yes. I believe. And the rest were A's. Lil Wayne coming in strong. Um, Cardi B, you know, it's it's not easy being Cardi B. Um, Nelly doing some real groundbreaking work with animation <laughs> in the future. And uh, I, I like that as well. So, all right. Uh, I say it's time to check in with the Ad Council. Unless we, you had, it looks like you had a closing thought. Do we have time for the Ad Council or do we want to post, postpone Let it? Let me do one email from the Ad Council because we didn't do any That's last true. week. And We're really falling down uh, on the Ad Council. And honestly, yeah, the Ad Council is kind of the backbone of the show. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind All right, I will give you the Roger Teeter update um, next week. It is very interesting, but I want to read this email from Eric while we're still relatively close to the Super Bowl. Uh, Eric says, The billionaire behind WeatherTech has a dog that came down with a serious cancer. And the guy from WeatherTech brought this dog to the University of Wisconsin-Madison's vet school for treatment. He was so thankful that he dedicated his company's usual Super Bowl ad buy to soliciting donations for the school. I work in the news office here at UW-Madison. That is somebody that's right in your yes, field of work. Yes, very similar views. jobs. Uh, and we're kind of freaking out about the first Super Bowl ad to mention us, but it's also just a weird ad story. I remember this, and I was doing a little reading. We had so much to cover last week that we didn't end up talking about this one. Did this hit your radar at all? No, I'm just, I'm, I mean, I remember vaguely now seeing this ad live uh, during the game, but I didn't. I didn't know enough about it to connect it back to this weather tech guy. Yeah, well, not to um, not to repeat what Eric says and prepeat what we're about to hear in the commercial, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's essentially it. Like the weather tech guy or weather tech usually has one Super Bowl ad, and this year he was just so overwhelmed that this vet school saved his dog's life that. They instead did this weather tech Boy, slash. What a great story for you to write. You a little jealous? Yes, little very jelly? jealous. Yeah, I mean, that's an that's a that's a perfect storm of like showing what kind of impact you make, having a you know a high net worth individual who is absolutely mm-hmm. moved by it and personally affected by it, and then like getting. I mean, it's it's it would have been one thing to just give that buy money to University yeah. of Wisconsin. That would have been a very generous gift. But what he did with that money to leverage it was way more valuable. Yeah. And this is the type of thing where, you know, sometimes you have aggressive people in the development office or the comms department who maybe will come up with these ideas and then approach. But this is so off the wall and so huge. I find it hard to believe that Eric or somebody from his team suggested it. It must have just been the idea of the weather tech guy. Well, you never know. You never know. I, I wouldn't want to place any bets. I mean, could you imagine, though, just being like, hey, we have an idea. We heard we... I mean, who? how do you write that letter? We heard we saved your dog's life. Any chance you'd like to I, dedicate a Super Bowl commercial to us? I wouldn't think that would be the letter, but what I could see is, you know, how, like, when someone says, oh, I want to donate $1,000 to public radio. Well, would you be willing to use that as a matching gift? 
And I could see someone saying, would you be willing to use... He's like, I want to make a donation. You saved my dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have an idea for right. how to use it. Now... I could see that. You're right. I could see that, but that would be an incredibly creative idea to come mm-hmm. from a university marketing department. Mm-hmm. not saying it's impossible, but be very, I'd be very impressed with that marketer. Hi, I'm Scout, and I'm a lucky dog. And it's not just because I found this cool stick or that I was in the WeatherTech commercial on the big game last year. It's that I'm a cancer survivor, had a tumor on my heart, and only a 1% chance of survival. I'm alive thanks to a cutting-edge program at the University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine. Their research has the potential to save millions of pets' lives. Pets make a difference in your life. You can make a difference in theirs. Donate now at weathertech.com donate. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Very simple. Not a complicated ad concept, but like incredibly effective i'm reading here that donations poured in i believe it and you still get the weather tech in there yeah i was in the weather tech commercial last year you know, go to weathertech.com i remember donate. seeing this now and thinking like and not make and, and it, it that is a weird note if you don't know the full story mm-hmm. so i mean they they get a whole other you know pop from the earned media of the sort of interesting nature of the ad Let's, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, great. Eric. Congratulations, Eric. Um, but let's get out of here before we do another two-hour show. What yes, do you say? Let's. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. That Where was really fun. That was a great show. Yeah, I can't believe that um, we ended up having to kind of rush through the end. Hope that wasn't stressful for folks. Um, You can join us on the Facebook group. Look for us after these messages show on Facebook. Genevieve, you handle all of that stuff. I handle all the Facebook stuff. You can also email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Don't do what I did. And just mailed after these messages. I can't believe that you messed I, up. Well, we all, we're all human, Andrew. Should we write an email? Because you didn't get a bounce back. Somebody's got the email address after these messages at gmail.com. I shouldn't even be saying that. But get that out of your brain, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're but like somebody's brain. got it and somebody's getting our emails. Yeah, I mean, I have a Hotmail account that's like, you know, G has whatever. What, at if the, what if it's that guy like, who started the other podcast called After These Messages <laughs> oh and did like five I hope episodes? It is. I hope it is. Just a quick reminder that we outlived him. I told you we were going to We sure did. Beat him by All right. So day. After These Messages show at Gmail. Email us. It's great to hear from you there. Call us at 607 444 5597. 607-444-5597. Really, really, really want to hear your voices on our voicemail line. So please do that, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. I burn headband, my eyes all droopy. I've gooey foodie, zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, he's you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now.